0: Hello and welcome to episode number five of the Western Ball Hockey Podcast. My name is Mark Hallett. I am the founder of Western Ball Hockey. I hope everybody has had a fantastic new year. It is sometime late January, like the 27th or 28th. I don't even know what day it is. But that's just because I've been working a ton on some really cool projects. Uh, all basically ball hockey related and a few a few that aren't. But... Um, I'm having a ton of fun and I just kind of forgot about doing podcasting for a while. So I thought I would jump on here and give everybody an update as to what I've been up to over the last month or so. And there's a lot of information here. So I'm just going to try to, how many do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight different things, topics that we'll chat about. I'll just list them now. And, uh, yeah, so we've got uh, the Shootout Saturdays, which we had been running before the Christmas break. i give an update on that. I've also been running some tutorials out of the Calgary Central Sportsplex. Uh, these have just been free tutorials. I'm going to update you guys on that. There's a mobile app that we've been working on, and I've got some good and bad news for that. I will update everybody here on the co-ed leagues, the status of that, and where it's going over the next few weeks. We have a tournament coming up, the Sticks in the Middle tournament over the Family Ding Long weekend. We've also got some live video streams that are finally starting to happen. You're going to see some more of that on YouTube, uh, and then that'll kind of segue into some social media updates that I've been working on and kind of what my big plan for that is. And then last but not least, we'll get into the Encore 4-4 Street Hockey Tournament. That's going to happen around Canada Day. Actually, I think Canada Day is a Wednesday this year. So I think we're going to change that up and run it on a different day. But uh, yeah, I've got some updates for that. So uh, let's just start at the top here. The shootout Saturdays that we've been running, uh, if you had participated in them or perhaps you saw some stuff on, I think, face mostly Facebook is what we did. Uh, you probably saw three or four different goalies and probably about 20 different shooters over the three or four sessions that we ran. And we were just trying to take as much video as possible and create some really uh, fun and interesting videos for people to enjoy and watch that was it went okay but I think there's a lot of people out there now who are interested in stuff like that but I I think goalies both goalies and players most of them kind of self-select themselves out of the process. They say, oh, you know what? I don't have any hands. I'm not good enough. I'm not skilled enough. I can't really deke. I don't know how to, how to pick a corner. Or I'm, I'm just not good enough at it to be on a video. And I think uh, some people maybe found that intimidating. And the same thing from goalies too, where they felt like, well, I don't want to be Uh, just like a human highlight reel of people scoring goals against me, which is totally understandable. I've, I've been trying to play goalie myself a little bit, and I get that. You don't want to look silly. So I don't think we're going to continue that for right now. I think it's more important to try to use the arena hours that we have at the Calgary Central Sportsplex to give people an opportunity to learn and improve in the game, and maybe sometime down the road we'll add some more shootout Saturdays. But as for right now, I don't really think that's going to happen. Which leads me to my next kind of bullet point here. The tutorials that we've been running. If you've followed us on Facebook or Instagram or uh, even Twitter and obviously YouTube, we've been posting a decent amount of tutorials. I think we're at three or four right now in the last few weeks that have been posted and the goal of that is really just to offer a free space for people. I think we max it out at eight people right now for for the one hour session. And really, all we do is go over some really, really simple um, explanations and and demonstrations of things like corner battles, two on one battles, how to stick handle better, how to shoot better. Uh, And this is all for people who are very, very new to the sport. So if you've been playing for a long time or you've played ice hockey and you've got some experience in that, this is definitely not for you, um, unless perhaps like you played and then haven't played in a long time and now you're trying to get back into it. Um, This or these sessions are really geared way more towards newer players and helping them feel comfortable out there and help them feel like they're not so lost, and I think that's one of the biggest challenges that I've seen from people is, is they feel lost out there. And and usually when most people are lost, they they'll just attack the ball. And then the more the more in shape or or fit you are, you usually just try to attack the ball as absolutely aggressively as possible, which is not really the best way to steal the ball. If if we're being completely honest here, there's there's a lot of. Uh, Uh, mindset and intention that needs to happen if you if you want to steal the ball especially from from players who've been playing for a long time so my goal is to be trying to get tutorials set up in the sportsplex at least once a week and sometimes twice a week as well Uh, it'll either be on a Saturday or a Sunday and I may throw in a couple Thursday night tutorials as well Um, right now I'm just trying to actually source a microphone I got a got to get a microphone. It seems like a few people have been trying to watch some stuff on YouTube specifically. Once we start actually getting into the corners and I'm trying to talk as loud as I can. But some people are saying that it's still hard to hear. So I need to find a wireless mic. And yeah, that's going to be kind of a pain. I've had difficulty doing that. Just trying to film everything right off of my phone right now. So it's been a bit of a challenge trying to get that. But it's coming. Next point is the mobile app. So I'm really excited to say that the mobile, that, that version 1.0 or the, the beta, whatever you want to call it, the very first version of the Western Ball Hockey app is available on Google Play right now. I've been having some difficulty trying to get it on the App Store. There's honestly my my bottleneck right now. I feel kind of dumb, um, but Apple wants me to... I, I have Android products and so Apple wants me to have an Apple product and I have to go through a two-step verification on there in order to get the app at least started get the process started with them and it took me forever to finally source a phone and then once I did I ended up forgetting my security questions it asked me what the first beach I've ever been to was and I have no idea so I got that one wrong I may or may not have got locked onto my account and then I spent forever trying to uh, get that fixed and recovered and I uh, unfortunately there's a time delay on that Apple is really tight on their security and so I respect them for it but I definitely am not a fan right now because that means that it's delaying the launch of the app on all of the Apple products so that's kind of a pain in the butt but whatever. It's coming, and as soon as it's here, I'll be announcing that on every uh, social media platform that, that we're on, which is almost basically everything now. I'm really trying to push, push our message out for how accessible and how awesome ball hockey is to everybody, so I'm trying to get more on social media. But yeah, so basically, if you've never been told anything about the app so far, the app is really a place for you. It's like kind of like your one-stop shop for absolutely everything. So it's going to have the co-ed leagues, all of our schedules and standings are all going to be posted in there. Same thing for the youth program that we're developing. Um, we're also going to have uh, a unique subs list as well that's set up in there. It's kind of like a live chat. Area. So, if, to download the app, it's one hundred percent free, and you don't have to create an account or anything like that. But if you do want to chat in the app, or if you want to register for one of our free tutorials, or sign up for—excuse me—sign up for our uh, tournaments that we're going to be running, you have to create an account through through the app. Just so that we know who you are. Um. Yeah. So, what else we're going to have? We're also going to have the video tutorials are going to be set up through the app so it's just kind of like a one-stop shop there if you don't want to go onto YouTube you don't really like social media that much we're trying to create a space for people who can use the app without necessarily having to use every form of social media that we're on um what else? We're also working on a rewards system. So basically every time you come to the Sportsplex, you can check in through the app. And if you do, you get a little stamp or sticker or some kind of a electronic card punch, kind of like a loyalty or rewards program. And I think it's set up at either, I think it's set up at 12. Once you once you check in 12 times, it's max once a day. Uh, But once you check in 12 times, then you earn either a free admission into one of our social tournaments, the Sticks in the Middle tournaments that we run, or you can uh, receive a free tutorial as well. And now, I know I said that tutorials were free before, and I still want to make them free, but one of the challenges that I did notice with the tutorials is I was getting a lot of the same people were consistently coming out, and then other people were trying to come in uh, and join, but... I wasn't able to accommodate them all so i'm trying to find some kind of a happy medium here where perhaps i offer the first tutorial for for everybody is free and then after that it's 10 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever it's going to be i don't really know yet but uh, i just want to make sure that we're giving as much access as possible to new players because the time is limited we definitely can't Accommodate everybody every week for people who want to work on their shots and do all of that kind of stuff So that's kind of a challenge. Um, I don't really know how I'm gonna do it yet But by offering some kind of a rewards check-in, I think that's gonna help um I don't know. I if you've been following anything I do, you know that I try a ton of different things uh Yeah, just trying to be as creative as possible uh, try things, and if it doesn't work, then just kind of axe it as quickly as possible and move on to the next thing. It's all about providing value and making sure that people feel like uh, that we're interested in their long-term success and that they can have fun and 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 learn how to play in a way that they can enjoy from a long-term perspective. So that's kind of the mobile app. I think there's a couple other things I'm probably missing in there, but Oh, well, moving on to the next point, the co-ed leagues. I'm pretty happy with where we are right now. The co-ed leagues, I think we had 44 teams last season. This season we have 42, but there's kind of an asterisk with that. So, yeah, so just briefly talking about that. I think there were a handful of teams, I'm going to say about five or six out of the 44 teams that, we're playing really aggressively. And over the past few seasons, I've had a lot of comments. I've had a lot of emails, text messages, Facebook messages, all people telling me, hey, uh, either they're not a fan of the ref or they're not a fan of a team. And they wanted, they wanted something to be done, but they didn't really know what should be done. And I didn't really know what should be done either. So, so I said, okay, fine, let's, uh, let's try to reduce how many refs I have right now or 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 basically limit their games to the point that i can come in and do some reffing myself uh and basically the whole point of me doing the reffing was that i was watching all of the teams and i was watching all the individual players to to the point now where i could probably list half of the players on every single team if not more i could probably call you guys all out by first name. I spent a lot of time. I probably spent a couple hundred hours at least refing the games. We have so many games every week. So I refed a ton and and I watched. And there were a number of teams that were really just playing like jerks. And they they were not being kind. They were not being courteous, which is something that I am not a fan of at all. This is co-ed ball hockey. These leagues are literally for you to have fun. They're for you to get exercise, learn how to play. They are definitely not a place for you to attach your identity to. And if the outcome of a co-ed adult ball hockey game that is literally open to anybody, there's no tryouts, there's no anything, everybody makes playoffs. If a game like that affects you in such a way that you become a different person we have a problem so I'm not a fan of that and I I've been making sure that the people who have been very aggressive and even threatening in some ways I received a few threats myself a few other refs I know received threats Um, those people and teams have been removed and they're not coming back they're not invited back and if they do register they'll get their money back. This isn't for this isn't a place where I'm just trying to maximize how much money we're trying to make and and grow grow grow. Yes, we want to grow, but we want to grow in a way that is sustainable and meaningful and something where people feel like they want to be a part of it. So, yeah, about five or six teams either I personally removed them from the league, or they realized what I uh, have been trying to push into my leagues, and they selected themselves to go somewhere else, or they just completely disbanded altogether. Um, in either case, that's I think good for Western Ball Hockey, and I'm pretty excited for the teams that we do have. We we have some new teams that have come in; they've all been fantastic, and so. I feel like my job is kind of complete as far as addressing the concerns of a lot of players who got in touch with me. I think that I think that I'm going to step away a little bit from the reffing side and slowly introduce some other some other referees. Uh, something that a few teams have mentioned is that they love the consistency of having one, maybe two refs on a specific day. So that's something that we're going to definitely continue. It's a great way for the refs that I have uh, to get to know all of the teams and vice versa for the teams to get to know the ref and make sure that the calls are as consistent as possible and make sure that people just feel like they know what they're getting. Sometimes it's difficult when when you show up to a game and and I play a lot too and and I do understand the difficulty when when you're about to play a game and there's different referees that call call penalties in a slightly different way and it's hard to get that uniformity among everybody. So one of the best ways we can do that is to make sure that you get the same referees for your games. And then also for for me as the administrator of the league to make sure the refs are aware of the rules that we have set in place and that we all call them as closely as we can to each other. So that's kind of the plan moving forward. Another thing we're going to do, uh, part of the tutorials, I'm also going to take some time and try to create some video demonstrations of what should be a penalty across all of our leagues and what shouldn't be a penalty and some ways that you can still be effective as a player without without committing a penalty and and I think I think that's going to work out really well but it'll all be time permitting hopefully I have some time here to to do some of that filming especially just kind of with stick work some people don't appreciate if if somebody is is quote-unquote holding down your stick with their stick Um, there are certain ways that you can do it and it's not a penalty and there are certain ways where it's definitely a penalty So, I want to go over that, and we'll do it in video, and I think that'll be really effective. But, yeah, that's kind of it for the co-ed leagues that we have. I guess I didn't really write down the youth program, so I'll talk briefly about that. Um, Things are going pretty well in there. We have, I think, 20 or 25 kids between all of the different things we do for for, for kids or for the youth Uh, I've been happy with that I definitely wanted to double that this season but I think that was my fault I think a lot of parents are way more interested um, in receiving emails and kind of have me push the information out to them versus the co-ed leagues where we see uh, people are just consistently um on social media and so it's really easy for them to get the information like that not necessarily through email I think something that I struggle with personally is I don't like pushing my agenda onto people and I think I think it's just something that I don't I don't want to send those push notifications or or messages that that are similar to a push notification um, but I think I need to do that with, with the parents, uh, for the youth league. And that's something that I'm going to be changing moving forward is I'm going to step up my email game for them and try to bring as much value as I can through that. Cause I don't think that they're on the other social media platforms as much as the people in our co-ed leagues. So that's kind of my plan for the youth program. And I think that's going to actually help quite a bit. Next up the sticks in the middle tournament so this is going to be held on the sunday of family day i i want to say that that's the 16th but don't quote me on it because i can't remember and i don't have a calendar in front of me right now but uh this tournament is an extremely extremely social tournament so this is not something that you should come in and expect to um to be super competitive there's there's literally nothing to win the way these tournaments work is we're just going to throw sticks All, all the guys throw their sticks in one pile all the gals throw their sticks in another pile and then we split up the teams into three four five six teams however many people show up and every team plays every other team and then we go home it's really really simple this isn't about seeing who the best team is when we throw sticks around um, that's that's not the goal at all. The whole purpose of this is it, whether you play with us or not, you come on out, throw your stick in the middle, you meet some new people and you play with people that maybe you would normally play against and you can play against people that maybe normally you would play with. And, you know, in, in all the time that I've been doing this and playing playing sports myself, it's really funny how once you play with somebody once or twice that you used to play against and you hated you actually find out pretty quickly that you know what you're not such a bad person. And and it's a really great way to just try to lower the the tension that I think some teams have in our leagues. Honestly, guys just meet each other. Just meet each other, have fun, enjoy it, be social, and everybody goes home after that. So, that's what I want to do with this tournament. Um there is no trophy there's there's no champ shirts or anything like that. I actually had half a mind to go buy a trophy and get it engraved and make it say this is the trophy that nobody wins and just put that in a prominent place somewhere inside the sportsplex just to set kind of that that tone that look guys we're here to have fun and got guys and girls obviously. Um that's it. We're just we're just trying to have a good time here. Nobody's nobody's going to make a million bucks playing ball hockey. You're not going to go to the big leagues of ball hockey. That's not how it works. So I'm really trying to do everything I can to get that message across. And I think, I think it's just going to take a lot of time and a lot of communication for me to really push that out to everybody. I think it's going well, but there's definitely a lot more that needs to happen. So that's my plan with the Sticks in the Middle Tournament. Okay, next point, the live video streams on YouTube. I finally figured out, so this took me forever, Uh, for those of you who have been aware, we've got a pretty sweet instant replay system inside the PKAG arena in the Calgary Central Sportsplex, and it's been such a pain for me to try to get the video feed from the cameras into the computer consistently, and it was consistently... uh, the the feed was was cutting out or i couldn't i couldn't establish the link right at the start it was such a pain half the problem was that the uh the cable length was over 100 feet from the cameras to the central box and for anybody in 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 technology hdmi cables don't really like to go that far the signal kind of dies so I had to figure out a way to do that, and I tried a number of different things, and finally I figured out something that works. So it was just such a huge relief that I was able to do that. This is now something that I can show all of the referees that we have. This is something we can replicate, and we can stream to YouTube within the clicks of, like, like, like you, you turn on the computer, and then it takes three clicks, I think. To start streaming, so I'm so excited about that. It's really simple, and I want to get get more streaming up and posted on our YouTube channels just for other people to enjoy watching. Uh, this isn't something that the referees are going to be using to call goals or no goals or to determine penalties and stuff like that. Honestly, we're all adults here, and the biggest thing in all of all the leagues that we have is don't be a dick. Don't be a jerk to people, and and the ref's going to do his best to to make the calls that he can. And if he can't, honestly, deal with it. F- figure out a way to adapt. Most of the games that we have, it's like a 9-8 game or a 13-12 game. This isn't something, uh, the, the whole purpose of these cameras is not to uh, split hairs over whether a ball barely crossed a line or not. This is about, hey, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get better. And this is a great opportunity for people who are new to see themselves play and say, oh, you know what? I actually completely missed this. Or if I changed my foot positioning in this way, I would have been way more effective with the ball. So that's what we're trying to use it for and nothing else. And... I hope people can get on board with that and it's probably just going to take a lot of communication and messages from all of our social media accounts to make that happen. But I think it's I think it's a plus. I think people are going to have fun with it. So yeah, that's all I have for the live video stream. Uh, next up is social media. So with social media now, if you've been following us, you know that we are on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Uh, we're working on email we have a website we're on twitter youtube and obviously we have this podcast here two things that we're adding right now one is tiktok i've just started getting some tiktok videos up Uh, that seems to be a really good way to bring in or just create more awareness for ball hockey kind of around the world and it's been kind of fun so if anybody wants to film some tiktok videos Uh, with me or if you want to film of your own your own for ball hockey and then submit them under the Western Ball Hockey account I would love to connect with you for that it's pretty fun making those videos and anybody who who wants to just be on camera and have some fun trying some new things inside the arena definitely send me a message and and we'll get after that besides that uh, another another platform yeah I was working on was Tumblr I don't know a ton about it yet, but it's something where if I can just be on as many platforms as possible and spread the message of how awesome ball hockey is, I need to get on it. And so that's kind of the next one that I'm looking at. And obviously the goal is that if I can have three, four, five, six posts every day on each of those platforms, just kind of documenting what we're up to trying to grow the sport and how we're trying to make an impact and a positive impact on the people around us, I think that's going to be really good. And I think that's just going to benefit the entire ball hockey community the more we can get this information out there. So that's kind of all I got for social media. Next up is the Encore 4 on 4 Street Hockey Tournament. This is something, it'll be my one, two, three, four, fourth or fifth Encore Tournament. Man, like these last few years have just. It's almost been a blur doing all of this stuff. And I I can't even remember if it's the fourth or fifth one. But I'm so excited. I think we're going to go back to South Centre Mall, partner up with Craft Beer Market again, and really just try to crush this thing. Uh, We had, for those of you who were with us, last year on Canada Day... There were so many amazing things that happened. Uh, it started out, actually the day was amazing. It was just beautiful outside. So that was a huge plus compared to a few of the other tournaments we had where it rained so much. We just got so soaked. It was not that fun. But last tournament was incredible. We had uh, uh, the Premier Jason Kenny come out, which was Fantastic. Uh, Red Bull was there the Calgary Stampede uh, they have the Yahoo Crew they came out which was awesome there was a a beer gardens outside uh, kind of on a patio just kind of extended from craft beer market which was which was really great it was nice to just play your games and then go have some food with craft beer there and what else did we have we had Breathe Parkour was out there with a fun activation station uh, in addition to Trico Center they're they're just across the street from Cell Center Mall and they came out with some fun stuff for kids and then we also had Strike Combat Archery come out which was really cool it was a fun thing for the kids to do in between their games they they had an absolute blast just uh, going in it was kind of like a little separate area to play to play some some combat archery uh, it was really neat to see. So that's what we did last year, and I think this year we're going to try to bring in all of the same people that we had before. Obviously, that would be pretty neat. A few things that we're going to try to change for this year. One of them is street hockey, kind of like a pond hockey style game where there are no goalies. There's actually these mini nets instead. So this is going to be a recreational variation of it, or I guess in addition to what we've done in the past so we will have our our standard divisions of three on three with a goalie and then we will also have our recreational division that is just the mini nets now I know that there were a number of goalies out there or teams who said hey we have a team but we don't have a goalie in the go- and for the reason that our goalie doesn't want to wreck his goalie pads so I think this is one of the ways that we can try to combat that is just to say, okay, well now you can register without a goalie and you have smaller mini nets. So we're going to try to change that up. Uh, Another comment that I had was the fences were too short. We need taller fences. So we're definitely trying to work on that. I think we've got something that is going to be better this time around, but I'll keep you posted on that um the final comments of of everything all the feedback we received was just that the uh that the street obviously the street kind of chews up sticks so i might have something for that too it's not guaranteed yet but i am trying to find a way to get some outdoor uh i guess flooring that isn't going to wreck your sticks so more stuff on that will come later but that's pretty much it. I think that was it. All I had to talk about today. Um, oh, actually, a couple really cool things. Uh, two of them. So one of them is uh, the Boys and Girls Clubs of Calgary. I've finally been able to get in touch with them and provide an opportunity for for them to get their kids playing sports inside the PKAG arena that we have. Uh, I think this is just such a great opportunity to, to, to give kids that experience of, of playing sports. And this is something we're just donating those hours to them. And I'm really excited just to be able to do this. This was something for me growing up as a kid where, um, they like, like I definitely didn't grow up as As a poor kid, I always had 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 food in my stomach and I had a place up uh, like like a roof over my head but I didn't have everything by any stretch of the imagination and and I think that's where sports for me I never played ice hockey growing up; it was an expensive thing, and it was a huge time commitment and My parents gave me so much love and attention, but that was something that I think it was just such a high cost and That's where I really want to be able to give other kids the opportunity to come and play and really enjoy the benefits of ball hockey in a way that may not be ice hockey, but it's still hockey and it's still a really cool thing. So that's kind of something that that hits like an emotional uh, part inside of me that I really want to give back to other kids, that I was really fortunate. I still, like, I didn't play ice hockey, but, man, I played every other sport. And it didn't matter what it was. I, I loved it. And for me, being able to to give back and to to really help other kids enjoy sport the way I did, that's something that will always just hold a special place in my heart so this is really just the beginning for me in making an impact for those kids and and I can't wait to keep that going so that's kind of all I'll say for that but I definitely want to partner up with a few other nonprofits who work with kids and find more ways to give them opportunities to to play sports and especially to play ball hockey because obviously that's that's where my heart is right now Um, besides that, oh, actually, I guess one more thing is, uh, Napper Ball Hockey Gear. If anyone is interested in trying their gloves or their shin pads, we're now carrying a very small selection of those inside the Calgary Central Sportsplex. Send me a message if you're interested in trying some on and or would like to make a purchase. Uh, these are two things that I'm a huge fan of, gloves and shin pads, um i'm never going to carry anything that i don't personally believe in so right now i think napper carries a few other things they have sticks they have shoes they have a few other things um right now i think the sticks for the price that they have i think the sticks are a little bit too heavy and i'm not a huge fan of them yet but napper just seems like every year it seems like they're coming out with better and better things so they definitely could change my mind in the future but i'm not a huge fan of them quite yet. And then I think the same thing with the shoes. The shoes offer some pretty fantastic protection for blocking a ball, but I do think the shoes are a little bit heavy right now. And for what you're gonna pay for them, I think I think I'd hold off. So I'm not carrying those, but I do carry uh two different kinds of gloves and they're standard set of shin pads that I wear for absolutely everything and I love them. So Those are some things that you can come try on if you like. And if you're just trying to price shop or if you're just trying to figure out should I get ball hockey stuff or should I get maybe some lacrosse protective gear instead, definitely do whatever you want to do for that. That's uh, 100% up to you. If you want them, I've got some great gear. And if you don't, hey, you know what? Do whatever works for you. I think everybody needs to figure that out for themselves. But besides that, I think that's everything I wanted to chat about today. And it looks like I'm over half an hour of just me talking. So for those of you who actually listened the whole way, thanks for listening to my monotonous voice and, and, uh, and hopefully you gained a ton of value from the things that I'm talking about here. Uh, this is just kind of one more medium that I'm hoping to get my message out to everybody. So definitely more stuff is going to be coming soon. And if you, yeah, if you enjoy this, then share this podcast with other ball hockey people and we will, uh, we'll grow this thing together it's way too accessible and way too affordable to not be spreading the message of how awesome ball hockey is here in calgary and and here in canada um we're gonna make this thing big so thanks for all of your support and i look forward to chatting with you guys soon